0: It's raining like crazy today, and this is the right mood for the game that I'm going to talk about now. Eurogames come in many forms, types and variants, and you might think you have heard of them all, but you're wrong. In the following essays, I'm going to talk about some of my favorite Eurogames in my collection that most of you will definitely never have heard about, games that are weird, downright bizarre, good or bad. You can actually still find these games at eBay or some shops, so good luck looking for them. I hope you enjoy it. Let me start with a game that I really love a lot and which is in many ways unique. The game is called City of Chaos and was published by the short-lived British company Monocle Games in the 90s. Yes, I know something that Britain doesn't belong to Europe, but I think it does. All Blighty is Europe. City of Chaos has a huge box with an ugly screaming face on it. Nothing that's particularly enticing. But the blurb says a random world generator game, whatever that is. When you open the box, you are greeted with a huge assortment of game material, something that only recently has become a standard again, but at the time of the production must have cost the producers a hell of a lot of money. There are weird fantasy pewter figures, huge map tiles that form the board, cards, cards, cards and cards, coins and a huge adventuring tome in the style of Tales of the Arabian Nights as well as a rulebook. On the surface, this is an us-against-the-game-system adventure game, in which the whole game world is handled by the game itself. Players represent adventurers who explore the ominous city of chaos and try to find out its terrible secret. The goal is to accumulate clue cards that enable players to find out something about the threat. Depending on what clue cards the players gather, the threat will be slightly different each time, and the way to end it will also be different. So far, so Arkham Horror, but... The game is not unusual through the game system or the game mechanics, which are partly a little clunky and involve the dreaded I roll dice and move that many spaces movement mechanic. No, it is unusual because it is, well, so imaginative. And that I am at a loss for words here really should tell you how unusual this game really is. You see, there are guilds that the adventurers can become members of. And each of these guilds offers special abilities, items that can be bought and subquests to solve. There are also many, many other subquests in the game that you can encounter at different locations. In normal fantasy games there would be a thieves guild, a magician's guild, and the usual standard fantasy fair. But in City of Chaos you can become a member of the Pneumologists guild, that teaches you to inhale and exhale air forcibly, or become a pyrotechnic, who creates fireworks and scares his enemies away. There is also a mesmerist guild, which teaches hypnosis, and a pugilist guild, which teaches you how to fist fight honorably. And these weird and strange ideas are not only confined to the gills, they pervade the entire game and also the beautiful drawings accompanying it. It is difficult to describe this world. I think it comes closest to what is sometimes described as steampunk fantasy, fantasy with a technology that uses steam engines and real science, but also has magic like other fantasy worlds. The world of City of Chaos is absolutely non-derivative, though, and extremely original, which you will discover soon after having a few adventures. Every time you enter a building, you have certain encounters, depending on what kind of building you discover. These encounters are resolved using an adventure gamebook-style tome, and what a weird tome this is. Players can solve the side quests to advance in power, get special abilities or powerful items. It is also possible to hurt the other players in many ways. While you explore the city, a huge game board comes into existence step by step. A city really looks like a city as each building card is placed on a plastic base that makes it stand upright, a simple but very effective idea. And the city itself changes. It is not uncommon that building tiles change place and navigating the streets becomes a task in itself after a while. If all this sounds mouthwatering to you, you have to come to the negative points, and sadly there are some. First, the combat system. What sounds good on paper is actually a bit of a chore, as some rules seem to miss from the rulebook. Are combat cards used up or do they regenerate? If the latter is the case, the whole system does not make much sense, as one would never play the Wii combat cards. A house rule is desperately needed here, although this would be easy to invent for geeks. The rules are also sketchy in other departments, but then they are actually quite simple and easy to get into, which is a bonus. Another aspect that I should mention is that the game is long. I once played a full game with my wife, two players only, and to really finish it and to overcome the evil of the city, we actually played for several days on end. Downtime can become a serious problem if there are more than four players, and even then waiting time can be long. The game has an optional rule to end the game before its natural end, but that seems unsatisfying given that it is such an epic game. But you know what? It doesn't matter really, because when you then vanquish the evil, you feel like you really have accomplished something, let me tell you that. City of Chaos is in many ways a flawed and imperfect game, and it has never been reviewed really favorably. Little is known about the designers and what they were up to after producing this game. But if you are looking for a really unique and fresh take on an extremely detailed and rich fantasy world, you should absolutely try to get this game. It is one of the main prizes of my collection, and I would never part with it for anything in the world. More on Weird Euro games next week. Bye-bye, Moritz.